good networker is like a great interviewer. I'm huge on authenticity, guys. Um, you know, it's a big part of, of, of my message. Claim your local listings and don't get caught um, paying someone for your local listing. If you want to be successful, you got to do six things a thousand times. Not a thousand things, six times. And when in doubt, give to other people and don't expect anything in return. But in giving to other people and helping them, it almost always comes back. It's using the power of partnership, creating trusted partner networks to work with you to make your company be an offer more than just you. They've done 90% of the work. It's your job to do the last 10% to meet them in the middle. Don't let the fear of losing be greater than the excitement of winning. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Ask Fowler Masterminds podcast, brought to you by A Advanced Septic Services and Fuse Networks. My name is Galen. Um, Joe. We're coming at you from the BD Local Studios in Tacoma, Washington. So, Joe, for our new listeners and viewers out there, can you tell everyone how our podcast came to be, please? Sure. So, it first started out as a private Facebook group page where the purpose was to bring businesses together to kind of just communicate with one another and share successes, ask questions, help each other out. And we thought, what a better way than to start a podcast, bring on different guest speakers, talk about all kinds of topics as it relates to business, so our audience can take something away and implement it in their business. Awesome. And speaking of audience, we're excited to have our guest today, Mr. Scott Carson. Uh, Joe, give a formal intro to Scott, please. Sure. So we actually met on LinkedIn, by the way, people. So it, it, is, it is for connections. But Scott Carson is a highly sought after guest and host of the popular podcast, The Note Closer Show. An active entrepreneur, he is an expert in real estate investing, marketing, and podcasting. He speaks regularly at different events and industry conventions focused on real estate, marketing, and podcasting. He also helps thousands of investors and entrepreneurs each year uh, to create wealth through his debt buying classes, podcasting, and coaching. So I'm sensing a podcasting theme here. A regular podcast guest, he was recently named the number four entrepreneur to follow in 2022 by the U.S. News Reporter Magazine. Congrats. And an avid sports fan, he spends his free time traveling, gardening, and making memories, and he calls Austin, Austin, Texas his home. Everyone, welcome, Scott. What is going on, fellas? Honored to be here and honored just to uh, deliver to your guys' audience today. Awesome. And really, audience is going to be our kind of the key buzzword today. Guys, it's not a real estate show. We're not going to hustle anything real estate. But no, Scott, no run in the back of the room or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. But Scott has been able to adapt and pivot really well to what an audience he likes to target best. Mm -hmm. And for our audience and for us, I think it's a really powerful topic. So um, before we move forward, uh, our hashtag Valor Cares initiative is something we are super proud of. Mm -hmm. Joe, can you tell everyone a yep. little bit about it, how to apply? Sure. So they can go to the Ask Valor Masterminds uh, website. There's a thing that says Valor Cares, and it's essentially it's our initiative to give away website builds to business owners who are in need of a website, whether they're just starting out, whether they've been been in business for 50 years, or they you know just don't have access to a website. Um, a website is a foundation piece for every single business now. Uh, who wants some sort of visibility online. So if you don't have a website or you maybe want a new one rebuilt, go ahead and submit your information and we pick winners every month. Awesome. Thank you for that. All right. So let's get into the podcast. Our A Advanced Septic Pump You Up quote of the day. So Scott, I found this quote. It's going to resonate well with today's topic. So uh, by Andrew Davis, commit to a niche. 
try to stop being everything to everyone. So talk when I when I say those words, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you? Well, the, the first thing that comes to mind is that many entrepreneurs have an idea, a business a thought, or they have a product, and they make the mistake of coming into the market thinking that everybody is going to be their client. And that's not the case. You've really, uh, you've really got to niche down and identify uh, your avatar. And avatar, I don't mean like blue aliens in a Steven Spielberg movie, all right? <laughs> right. I'm the talking, sequel's coming out. Exactly. We're not talking Woo! about that. So. Yeah, no, no, no. But avatar is like your, your ideal client. And, you know, knowing what your ideal client is doing will help you niche it down. And we're talking like age group, uh, sex, mm -hmm. uh, a, you know, besides age, wealth, what they make income, their, their buying habits. Like what I like, I know that my client is a basically a 35 to 55 college educated homeowner for the most part, mm -hmm. who's making at least 75 grand a year or more. So I know that. So that's the, the audience that I focus on. I also focus on niching down to understand that, especially in what I do, mm -hmm. I don't target just any general real estate agent or investor. I'm more focused on those that are tired landlords, uh, fix and flippers who can't find deals anymore, or more so like a, people that are looking for passive income is a great stuff for you. So I, I niche it down. And especially since we met on LinkedIn, there's a lot of Mm -hmm. uh, people out there that try to be a podcast to everybody in yep. real estate, especially, and that, that that's not going to work. There's enough. The, the the wider your audience is, the watered down your messages, and the less value you add to your best clients. So if you mm -hmm. can niche it down, you're going to be go deeper versus wide. You'll add a lot of value to their client and then build lifelong customers who really value because you are the expert in your niche or field or or um, their demographic. Sweet. So before we get into the, the did you know, what is, can you give a little background real quick, one to two minutes about your background so people understand? Yeah. So for the last, I've been an, uh, an entrepreneur for over 20 years uh, as a real estate investor. And over the last 15, I have focused on a niche uh, in the real estate, basically buying distressed debt. You know, I got started back in 2007, 2008, when the last recession hit, I used to be a mortgage broker doing loans for mm -hmm. mortgage, you know, investors all across the country. But I really focus on this niche within this small niche uh, of real estate, and it's helped me become really the the industry leader, not only in knowledge and classes, but in, in content. I mean, deciding to go very niche focused has helped us have the number one YouTube channel, number one podcast, and, and really be the number one investor recommended uh, training program for our niche of stuff versus me trying to be, oh, I'm going to teach you everything about real estate. Mm -hmm. It's like saying that you're a jack of all trades and a master of none. Be a master of one thing and you'll add a lot more value. Awesome. Um, so now there's a couple of myths that we want to go over. So our Did You Know section uh, sponsored by Fuse Network. So just something on Fuse real quick. How to navigate the modern threat landscape. Cybercrime is a problem that is only getting worse. And as you might expect, it's no good for business. It puts your organization in a position where it has to take steps to secure to its infra infrastructure, whether you like it or not. Let Fuse Networks go over some of the problems associated with cybercrime with a free analysis. Contact Fuse Networks today. We'll have their contact information up. There's a couple of myths that I want you to kind of debunk based on like niching on and audiences. So this first one, you, you kind of alluded to it, but my target audience is everyone. So, <laughs> you know, common misconception. Help us break that down a little bit. Well, it, it, the reason most people think it's everyone is they haven't, they have, they're at the very front. Uh, I guess you could say of their operational journey. They think mm -hmm. everybody needs what I do. Well, that's not the case. Not everybody needs what you do. So 
one of the better ways to niche it down is look at your look at your competition, look at your peers, and, and look at what's going on. And we we kind of do, do it like an audit, like a, a social media audit, audit as some people call we'll look at people's profiles. And these days, it's really easy to kind of take a look at what your your competition is doing and who they're service, serving. And you can make mm-hmm. the same decision to either A, okay, I'm going to go after that same client database, or I'm going to flip over and look at this a, a client database that's not being served to mm-hmm. see how that is. But like we said before, you got to, not everybody's going to be your client. Like me, we're not going to target like 20 to 25. That's not saying they can't be investors. They just don't have right. the, the third, the liquid capital to do it. So you also have to look at what kind of product you're offering. If it's a higher end product, not everybody can afford it. If it's a mm-hmm. lower end product, maybe your best clients may not want it because they consider it not being valuable because it's a lower end product. So you got to really take a look at and identify what the buying habits of your idea client are and where they're at and how you want to fit into that. Awesome. My audience needs to know everything. So I often see this people when they, when they start a YouTube channel or social media for the very first time, they're just trying to barf up everything in that first post or the first couple of posts. Right. And then you people get turned off. So um, you've succeeded with this. Share a thought with our audience on my audience needs to know everything that myth. Well, I don't, I haven't succeeded in barfing up on everybody. I have <laughs> okay. diarrhea of the mouth like we, we talked about. But you make a, a very valid point here is so many entrepreneurs are so excited about what they're doing. They just literally give everything at once. Not everybody wants to know everything. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be doing like a, po- a podcast, YouTube channels, something in there, make a, just do a brain dump on a piece of paper of all the different topics. Because those could be great little individual videos, two to five minutes. You know, one of the things I like to use the website, Answer the Public. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I go in there and type a question. It'll give me all these different variations of questions that people are looking for, asking in real world time. So that gives me an idea to filter through what people are looking for versus what I'm thinking. So do a brain dump, make you a whole list of 50 to 100 topics, and then make a video or a topic specifically to that one nugget. You know, I mean? don't try to give three, five, 20 nuggets at once because people will get tired of it and they'll move on. Because you got to realize attention spans. Yeah. You know, we have an attention span of eight, eight seconds, which is a second slower than a goldfish. Okay. <laughs> I would, I would uh, beg to differ with you on the mobile devices. I'd say it's three to four seconds. Exactly. Desktop, right. So it's exactly, I'm just talking a normal, but yeah, yeah. desktop, it's, it's, we're not normal. Bit. We're highly distracted individuals. But, so. Well, we know that you're pulling your stuff from the, your Tinder application. or Grindr <laughs> application. I mean, Swipe left, baby. Swipe left. You know what I mean? But that, that, that's an important thing is you got to stand out. But you got to hit that nugget with what the hot hot buttons are. Look, so look what people are searching for. If it falls in line with the category, look mm-hmm. at what pe- what have, what is doing successful in other videos online in your niche, what your competition is doing or is doing it. And that's really one of the things that we did is we looked at what our competition was doing and just started answering questions that they were answering. You know, we went to their website, pulled an FAQ list of like 50 questions that nobody was going to. And we looked on YouTube and there wasn't a lot of videos on those things. So we started creating short little videos of Less than two minutes long, really, do, yeah. do really well to boost your audience. And then the big mistake a lot of people don't do is they just only share it to one spot. Yeah. You need to take that and share it basically everywhere that your audience is at. You know, yeah. um, 80% of sales are made up of the fifth contact. And that fifth contact might be the fifth view or the sixth view that they see it. So it's okay to, if your audience is on YouTube, share it there. If it's on, if they're podcast listeners, share it on podcasting in an audio form. If they're on LinkedIn, like how we met, share to LinkedIn or Twitter, yeah. you know, um, you know, 
I don't, we don't have a Pinterest following for the most part, because I'm not on Pinterest, but honestly, it's, it's not an effective platform because a lot of our audience is on Pinterest or like TikTok right now. So we share right. other places, but that's the thing. Know where your audience is at, know where they're hanging out and then share it everywhere because it's like casting a bigger net for mm -hmm. your niche. So just selfishly speaking, when you do these videos, you, uh, you do competitive research and uh, like you're looking at FAQ sections, when you, how do you spin it or how do you pivot it to help your podcast out? Do, do those messages align or like is the pod... The note closer show one different lane or note nine America is a different lane. And then you have these videos or do they all work together? They all kind of work together. So like, okay. as you can say, the mothership is my website, weclosenotes.com. And yeah. that's our, our big you know educational entity or the note closer show podcast is, you know, 700 plus episodes. And we spun that off about five years ago because we started to do Facebook live, just like a, a short videos. And what are yeah. we doing today? What are we working on? Note night in America it's probably our most consistent. We've been doing something on Monday nights, either a teleconference or a webinar for over 11 years. Oh, wow. And the consistency of that, it's a longer form content of at least usually 30 minutes to an hour every week, you know, unless I'm traveling or it's a holiday of something that I can add value to my client. Now, you know, either it's me teaching or we had like this last week, we had an expert on raising capital. Um, it's, we, we pick a major topic that usually comes from people asking me questions throughout the week, or I see a, barrage of questions coming in that I need to answer and mm -hmm. so that's what we do note night in America of course we turned that into its own podcast for the last three years and then the note closure show is much more of our day in day out three to five episodes per week okay um, that's that's half of me teaching but then we also bring on guests you know in shorter form it's more of a, a conversation like this is if it's going to yeah. be very nuts and bolts then we usually will pitch it to note night in America where it's a it's a hour-long webinar with, with powerpoint slides and stuff like that awesome yeah thank you this next myth, uh, my audience knows how to respond. So I just want to read this to you and get your thoughts. So your tar target audience is intelligent, but busy. That's why your marketing should include a measurable call to action. Make sure your audience knows how, knows what to do after engaging with your marketing. Do you want them to call for an appointment, visit your website, like your Facebook page, donate money, vote for a candidate or shop a sale? Be sure you can track these responses to evaluate the effectiveness of your campaign. So um, like he said, intention spans decreasing people are impatient mm -hmm. but they're hungry at the same time they're lazy so what are some of your expected when responses when you put these things out here so I, I, let's start with a mistake that we see people make so like okay. if you're doing like an email blast out they'll have like 12 links to click on and that's confusing mm. yeah but think about what you want your ideal client to do and and then realize they're probably a fifth grader okay treat them like a fifth grader give them one thing one action, maybe two at the most. Yeah. But like if it's click to watch a video, tell them exactly what you want. Click here to RSVP, click here to book a call. You just can't put a link in there without some guides because people, like you said, they're they're on their phone for a big chunk of the time or they're on their laptop, they're busy. So the less links that you give them, but the more specific call to action, maybe it is going to your Calendly and booking a link. Maybe it is going to your YouTube channel to watch a video. Um, one of the things that, has helped us a lot is we try to simplify even those links. Mm -hmm. So like if anybody wants to book a call with me, it's not going to my profile and going to my link tree, trying right. to figure out where to go. It's, Hey, if you want to talk with me, just go to talkwithscottcarson.com. Talkwithscottcarson.com. That basically just forwards them directly to my account link. Then they can book a call with me that works, but it's not, Hey, go here and then go here and then right. go here. 
the more clicks you have in that customer journey or that client basis, the, 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 the bigger drop off you're going to have for people completing actions. So that's, that's a big thing. Be specific. One link. If it's to book a call, book a call. If it's to watch a video, watch a video here. Just make it simple, super simple. As I like to say, the KISS method. Keep it simple, stupid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For all your engagement, it'll make your clients happier. It is also important to, to add, have an idea of what you want your client's journey to be. You know, right. what's, mm -hmm. if you can try to streamline that and plot that out, the first thing you want them to do is they go to your website where they watch, they're watching the video or they're opting into... Uh, a, a website. Well, what do you want them to do after they watch that video or after they attend a webinar or after you have to really walk it through the process and, and set it up. But that's, you know, that can be daunting for a lot of new entrepreneurs. Cause like, I don't know what I need them to do, do next. Talk with somebody, uh, get a coach, reach out. Hey, he, he, what, what's the journey you want, draw it out and then go back in and fill that too many times. You know, entrepreneurs are, oh, we're going to do a website. Okay, we're going to do a webinar series. We're going to do a podcast, but they're not connected in any sort of fashion right. to help people, you know, help people understand the journey and, and the best way to digest your content or become a client. Awesome. So this last one, this one goes right into what you were just talking about. So this myth, my target audience will be curious. So there's a difference between creative and confusing, and the human brain has a natural aversion to being confused. The scientists and marketers behind the physics of brand share that the brand, the brain seeks alignment between visuals and written text. When your message and visuals clash, the brain finds it disturbing and untrustworthy. So you're kind of just talking about that. People, you know, they are intelligent, but they're busy. They want it served on a silver platter, force fed to them, right? Their nap, their mouths wide with the napkin, so they just don't do anything. Um, so you, I mean, you kind of just said that same thing, right? So, well, and it's important just to think about it. You, you mentioned one thing in there. It's got to stand out mm -hmm. too. So it's okay to not be just the whole want, want, want. You're the Charlie Brown for teachers. Wah, 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 boring. Nobody wants boring these days. Right. You have to stand out. So one of the things that we find that works really well is we we bring in a little pop culture in some of the stuff. So like when Marvel is coming out with like you know Civil War you know, the movie Civil War a few years ago, right. I reached out to one of my competitors and I said, hey, let's do a webinar and call it the Note Civil War, you know, where I'm Iron Man and he's Cap yeah. and we created an image with half my face and half his face and we we both promoted it, but we just kind of took a twist on it. Well, we hit that pop culture. 700 people on a webinar live yeah. hearing us talk about each other in good ways. And, and what we right. did. you know, I did another thing like, um, you know, uh, uh, Work, working out your marketing where I took my head and put it on top of a Chippendales body. You know what I mean? I mean you know, <laughs> right. So we saw a big influx of women clicking on the link at that point who joined, showed up to show, uh, show us talking about how to break down the marketing and work your marketing muscles. So it, it's okay to be goofy. You have to share a little personality. I think mm -hmm. so many uh, business and entrepreneurs are afraid to share that personality side, what makes them weird. Sure. You do that. That will actually help people build rapport and, and actually like I like this guy or gal or if they don't like you then that's even better because they can go their merry way go to somebody else right so I can make Joe do karaoke right now saying my heart will go on by Celine Dion and we can get 700 viewers right now let's uh, hit it no cue music DJ <laughs> oh just kidding we're not doing that <laughs> right but I see uh, the pop culture stuff you know you're being relevant so um because if people are so bored it's sometimes the dumbest things like 
how TikToks, these videos become so viral of some things mm-hmm. you wouldn't think would be, but it catches people off guard. And if you t- you're saying if you tie that in to what you specialize in, there could be an angle for you just just to kind of register, do a double take, right? Exactly. So I'll give you an example. When I go out to movies or I go out to shows or Vegas, it's one of my favorite places to go when I, when it's normal. I always go to different shows to figure out. There's a show there. Uh, they had this lady come out in the audience and it was, it was hilarious. She's like, I'm looking for more ass. I'm looking to help <laughs> assist, strategize and support people. And I was like, Oh my God, that's awesome. Wow. Baby so, got back. Baby got back. <laughs> so I went and sent an email out. I was teaching in a workshop in St. Louis. I said, get more ass this weekend in St. Louis. And I started getting people like, what the hell? And I said, hey, we'll help you assist, strategize, and support this weekend in your note business. And people were like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. And, of course, we had a few haters. I'm like, okay, thank you for unsubscribing. But, you know, we did another thing when the Fifty Shades of Grey came out. We did Fifty Shades of Notes, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're being spanked by your borrowers? Do you have a ball gag when it comes to talking <laughs> to investors? You know what I mean? <laughs> You feel like, you know, just goofing around, being funny and, you know, you know, 50% open rate and people are just laughing their yeah. ass off at me and said, this is great. This is awesome. Yes, I'm, I'm interested. So I want to find out what you're going to say next that's valuable, but you make it entertaining, you know. Well, then quick side note, have you done the tortilla challenge one yet? No, I've not done that. What's that one? That's where you each person has a mouthful of water and you slap oh. each other in the face with a tortilla. I have not done that. You know, I don't want to commit assault on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> but here in Texas, that might just be a normal dinner at the local taqueria. Who knows, right? All right, so let's get into it. So today's topic, if you haven't figured it out yet, is niche down your target audience to be successful. So we've talked about different myths. So now mm-hmm. we want to pivot and really speak to our audience. Um, there's a lot of different audiences they have, but are there two or three takeaways that they could apply right now to help them engage their target audience and be successful? Yeah, look at look at your existing client base, because if you take the time to look at the characteristics of your existing client base, eighty mm-hmm. percent of your sales are probably coming from twenty percent, your your core twenty percent. Yep. And it then makes sense at that point. Say, okay, here's who we are. Here's who we're talking to. Here's where the majority of our business is coming from, and, and focus on that twenty percent. Because so you know, so many of us are making success or having success from all of our activities, but. Yeah. If you remove a lot of those smaller outline activities, it gives you more time and focus to focus on that major 20%. Mm-hmm. And if you just do that, instead of seeing 80%, you'll probably see four to 500% growth because you're really honed in and delivering what that 20% uh, is looking for. And that will that is one of the easiest ways to increase sales. Just focus on your target audience and ask them, who do you know? Who do you need? You know, referrals. But focus on your existing client base. You'll, they'll tell you everything you need to know about your audience, even though you might think otherwise. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you how to say it or what their biggest needs are. And so it's always a great thing to sit there and say, what are the issues that mm-hmm. Laura is dealing with? We actually have labeled our female client, our avatar, Laura, because she fits mm-hmm. exactly. And then our guy is Steve. So what does Laura and Steve need? What are their issues they're dealing with? Is it for us? Is it raising capital? Is it finding deals? Is it the servicing side, all the auxiliary services that they need? And I will actually pick up the phone. Hey, what are you dealing with? What are your issues? How can I help? And sometimes it's going to be me referring them to a, a vendor of some sort that adds value to their dating day. I may not make anything off it. I might give them a feel it, I might get a kick it, but, or, mm-hmm. but it adds value to my vendor so that they like, oh, hey, I need you to talk to this client of, of ours, Scott, because they're ideal clients because we have a lot of crossover. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So really look at your, your your core, your client base, and then talk to your vendors a lot too to help drive growth, drive sales, and drive engagement too, if that helps. I will say, I think from a marketing standpoint for our company, I think when we niche down, I mean, we know it's 60% home service related, 30% professionals, and then 10% is maybe others, that the onesies and twosies. So I know that when we changed our focus to, I want to help everyone to, this is what we're good at helping, then you know your business tends to grow. It also saves you from having to do a lot of these weird one outlier things. You can kind yeah. of kind of systematize it to what you're doing. Like, oh, hey, we work with clients exactly like this. So here's A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. Their biggest needs is this fit into what you're doing. Oh, and we'll add D because that's a unique to your position or something like that. So that's awesome, man. Right. And even goes down to not only client, but almost like product mix too. So within yeah. the p- specific uh, client vertical, there's products that work even better that you focus on that. And, you know, what we always say is like, stay in our lane mm-hmm. and do it really well, as opposed to trying to do many things well. You know, like we talked on our discovery call, like when you speak to everyone, you speak to no one, yeah. right? So. Exactly. And, that, and that's why I love what you guys are doing. You're really focused and hyper in to your unique client and you're adding your value proposition is really driven for your unique clients and what your base core of, uh, of, uh, Oh, uh, entrepreneurs and focus, right. you know, your focus group, basically it's your own focus group. And if you can deliver to your focus group, they're going to be raving fans and sell other people because they're going to be around other people like themselves that, that need, that want to help their friends and like, Hey, you deal with these guys. They help me. And you're exactly like me. So, you know, go from there. So on the flip side, what are one or two things you see people doing wrong when they try to be specific on their audience, but they just fail? So uh, one is a lack of patience. You got to realize it's got to be consistent more so than anything else. So, you know, like we have uh, like one of our, a lot of our students are brand new to marketing because they come from a job and, and they're not used to sending out an email blast. Right. And I'm like, you got to send an email blast at the same time every week. You got to be consistent in getting that. You got to realize people are probably not going to respond the first time, the first yeah. two, three, four times. But the fact that you've sent it a fifth and sixth time and you've done it for five, six, seven weeks, understand that consistency basis is that they'll start responding after the fourth or fifth time, but that you've got to get there. If you give up after, well, nobody responded. Well, yeah, it didn't work because you didn't understand the law of numbers. Yeah. You're only going to have like a, you're only going to close two sales, 2% of your sales normally with a first email, 3% the second, 5% the third, maybe 10% of the fourth, but 80% are going to come to that fifth contact or or beyond and you never know somebody may not be in the right time to say yes so never give up on somebody um realize that people have issues i mean god knows we've gone through issues the last couple of years and Mm -hmm. covid and the pandemic you just got to realize if you stay consistent when they are ready to buy or they're ready to pull the trigger if you stop being consistent they're they're going to look at somebody who's more consistent than you so just realize that every marketing piece everything you do besides staying consistent it's like planting a tree. It takes a little time for that tree or seed to grow. There's a, I use an analogy in 1978, there was a guy in India who would walk basically five miles to work and then come back and he passed the sandbar. It was just desolate. Mm-hmm. Well, back in 1978, he started planting every day on his way back. You plant one little seedling, a little plant, a tree. Well, now fast forward 30 plus 40 plus yeah. years later, it's now a beautiful rainforest of, you know, with fresh water, diverse life. And that you have to look at your business being a lot like that. You've got to yeah. plant seeds every day and stay consistent so that you can 
harvest those leads, you know, that product that, you know, those clients throughout a lifetime. Um, mm-hmm. If you're jumping from one thing to another thing to another thing, you're never giving your, your client database or whoever you're reaching an opportunity to really understand that you, that you are the expert and sticking to it. Awesome. Well, um, that's, we could talk longer, but um, that was some great stuff. Uh, Cause I think a lot of people like we come from, we're marketers. So even that just resonates with us, like your audience of, of who to go after, but any business out there pivoting off of this pandemic moving forward, you really have to know who your target customer is. Cause I think there's some businesses that Joe and I will talk to that don't have a full idea. You know, they don't have, I don't know who Steve or Laura is. They don't have a, a defined like avatar. And I think it's just good practice, especially when we want to optimize marketing efforts just to make everything work. So, and thanks for coming in on a bind, uh, saving us this week. So we really appreciate your, your time and coming in on, with us. So honored to be here guys. I mean, I, I could talk marketing all day long. It's, it's the, I think it's one thing if you really want to stand out and niche, double down on marketing. So many people and companies and businesses, when they start to struggle, they cut back on the marketing budget yep. and they should double down the marketing budget to, to go from there. So glad to, you know, glad to help out in any way I can with your audience, man. Thank, and thank you so much for having me. Glad to be on six months earlier. Awesome. <laughs> so before we end, hashtag Valor Cares Initiative. So talking about doubling down on marketing, you can't market on the internet without a website. Yep. Tell Joe everyone, people that need a free website, what are Valor Cares all about? Yep. So if you own a business and you just don't have a website yet, or you, maybe it's outdated or Maybe you want to do marketing for your website and your website is honestly just sucks. Um, go to askvalormasterminds.com, click on Valor Care, submit your information, and then uh, hopefully we'll be building a website for your company next. Awesome. So on behalf of our sponsors, A Advanced Septic Services and Fuse Networks, my name's Galen. I'm Joe. Coming at you from the BD Local Studios in Tacoma, Washington. Thanks to our guest, Mr. Thanks, Scott God. Carson, for coming on. WeCloseNotes.com. We'll have his information on our social channels. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, man.